0: Hornets are trying to trade Kemba Walker. What the fuck? It's episode 25. t Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports and we got to see how the fellas are feeling about this. As we zero in on the Charlotte Hornets, let's not forget our picking games competition is now over. We have a loser. He's fighting tooth and nail not to do this punishment, but he's not even here to defend himself. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Joining the show today is a man who's dedicated himself to the fine art of creating memes. And honestly, he's got pretty good at it. It's perez aka the meme god. Hashtag meme god. It's Mr. Chris Perez. <laughs> Mr. Chris Perez. What's up?
1: <laughs> Don't give me
0: material or you'll be my next meme. I'm just saying, man, you're, you're getting pretty good at it. You're getting pretty good at it. Up next, and lastly, we've got the man who knocked out an NHL game and an NCAA basketball game in Madison Square Garden in just eight hours on the same day. That's a real solid Saturday, if you ask me. Welcome to the ginger sensation, Mr. Johnny Tamersi. What up, what up? I
2: will tell you, it is absolutely incredible how uh, you go to a hockey game at Madison Square Garden and then leave three hours later, go back, and it is completely transformed into a basketball court. Crazy, Um, man. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing how they uh, give those guys credit. They don't get enough credit on how fast they can change it. Serious
0: professionals there. Absolutely. Y'all, episode 25, this is kind of impromptu. I'm your host and creator, Thomas Bosch, and as always, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Let's do this thing, fellas. Kemba Walker, that's what we're talking about today. The man hit the trade block Two days ago. Now, we have been arguing relentlessly via our group text message. Pires, I know you're very strong-willed about this. Actually, you know what? Before we get into this, Pires, you ready? Please, let me hear it.
1: All right. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. I know what that
0: is. I feel feel like you just got a semi right there, man.
1: (laughs) How did you know I didn't already have one? Hey, as I said, (laughs) this
0: is an impromptu episode, but we cannot forgive our shout-out to the bubbly LaCroix. We love you, LaCroix. Holler at the fellas, at T-Bosch and the fellas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hook us up with that sponsorship real quick. You know? For real. Campbell uh, Walker. Come on, guys. All right. So, I, I <laughs> let me start by saying this. I seem to be the only one in this group here who does not want Campbell Walker to leave. Now, everybody has their reasons, and some people are, think they're just being smart sports professionals here, like Chris Perez over here. Because we, me, me and Chris Perez have been having it out. So, tell me how you feel about this Kimba Walker on the trade block thing.
1: First of all, I don't, I don't want to see Kemba go. Like I like Kemba too. He's the kind of point guard I would like if he could, you know, if he could play a little better defense, maybe, maybe a little taller. But he's got all the qualities you want in a scoring point guard. Um, but his contract is phenomenal, and I think we could get a really good return on our money. And possibly maybe get rid of one of those terrible contracts. Rich Cho is so wonderful at um,
0: <laughs> giving away, wonderful
1: at getting us into. So um, it's very Marty. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I like Kemba, but I think if, if depending on the trade, now we've all we've all been having this conversation, and it's just all based on scenarios at this point. But if we could get the right trade, maybe a couple um, high picks, maybe that pick from Cleveland. Uh, Via Brooklyn. I I wouldn't mind that. All right.
0: Well, okay. So we'll top five pick. All right. So what we'll do here real quick, then Uh, somebody sent an article in our group test message. uh, NBC sports had three trade scenario possibilities. We're going to run through these real quick. It's just kind of a starter. If you, you if you guys had other thoughts in mind, someone had mentioned a trade with Portland. If you're going to get Damian Lillard or TJ McCollum from Portland, that might be an interesting possibility but these are the three scenarios that we basically have on this NBC Sports article. Uh, Kemba Walker, by the way, does not want to be traded. He made it very obvious in the press conferences the day that it was announced that he was on the trade block. I think the correct words were devastated, actually, if he got traded. so
1: He, he seemed a little emotional in the interview. For
0: yeah, sure. like he does not want to go. So all that talk that we had in the last episode about how he's over Charlotte and all that. I don't believe it. The, the man's in the middle of building a house in Charlotte. Just started, so you know we're going to see how this goes. But the first scenario that NBC Sports offered was a trade with the New York Knicks. Johnny's New York Knicks. Johnny, how do you pronounce the rookie's uh, last name?
2: Frank. Uh, uh, Niaquila ne- ne- ne-
0: Okay, Frank Niaquila. Frank Niaquila.
2: Ne- ne- I thought
0: it was Catalina. <laughs> Wine mixer. <laughs> This fucking <laughs> wine mixer, man. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, 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 all right. Kill so yeah. the the proposed trade here is Frank, yeah, that guy, Ron Baker, and either Jarrett Jack or Lance Thompson. New York gets Kemba Walker. Johnny, how do you feel about that as a Knicks fan?
2: Uh all right. Well, listen. Here's the thing. Um, obviously, I've seen Kemba play living in Charlotte, and I have followed Kemba. He is a phenomenal player. Um, Top and ten I would even point guard. That he's. A top, yeah, I was going to say top-ten point guard by far. Um, and he's also not a selfish point guard. He nope. does pass. He does distribute the ball. It's not just about him. He is a good team player, and he is a team leader even being a younger player. Um, I think that the Knicks, if they did make that trade, um, it actually wouldn't be as bad as a lot of the Hornets fans, I think, believe uh reason being is frank is 19 years old he did play professional over in europe and again europe obviously is completely different than the nba but he does have a seven foot wingspan he is unbelievable at defense which i know the hornets have been having a problem with their defense this year you got lance thomas who's an excellent bench player baker i don't really the jury's out on him really i don't even know why he's on an nba team i think there's a lot of better players than he is He's, on draft. he's Listen. Cap.
0: He's undrafted, but he's a hustler. I'll give Ron Baker that. Yeah,
2: absolutely, absolutely. Um, Lance Thomas, though, I think is underrated for a bench player. I think that um, you know, for depth, I think that he would be uh, he would be a good addition. I actually, honestly think, and I know you think I'm going to think I'm crazy saying this, but I think the Knicks would be giving up too much for Kemba Walker.
0: Um, and the that's reason what I was.
2: Say that I was thinking that so it seemed much like depth. a lateral move.
0: Well, yeah, uh, um, it's not only, listen, it's not only a a lateral move for the Knicks, but it's a terrible move for the Hornets for this reason. All right. You lose your starting point guard. Say you get Jared Jack and not Lance Thompson, uh, Lance Thomas, along with that deal. Jared Jack's your starting point guard.
2: No, but you know what Jared Jack has done for the Knicks? He's brought leadership
0: to the locker room. So
2: um, he has been a big addition and a big help, especially that the Knicks are young now. Uh, and they don't really have that go-to guy yet. Yes, Przingis is, you know, the superstar on the team who's been playing. Actually, not as well as we anticipated. I think he's taken a step back, but that's also the adjustment of not having Carmelo and then double-teaming him and, you know, defending based off of him. I think that Niaquila actually will end up being a very, very good point guard. Again, you got to remember he's 19 years old. He's got a lot of growing up to do. Sure does. He is gritty. He's tough. He's not afraid. I mean, we've seen he's gotten in the face of LeBron James, so he's not going to back down, um, you know, even being a rookie and being 19. Yeah, I respect I him like for that.
0: that. I respect him for
2: that. Um, right. Now, the question I have for you, and I'm sorry that I don't know this answer, does uh, Kemba have a no-trade clause, or they could trade him wherever and he has no choice? He on? doesn't. He doesn't have a no-trade clause. Okay, so he has no choice on where to go. Yeah, no. Um, I think that uh, as a Knicks fan... Would would you be happy with this? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would be. Um, I think that, you know, because you have a proven guy in Kemba, you have a guy in Nikila, which, you know, has a high ceiling, but we know how many players we've seen that have high ceilings that have never reached the potential. So at least with Kemba, we know what we're getting. And, um, again, we are getting a top-10 point guard. So as a Knicks fan, yes, I would be happy with that. As a Hornets fan, though... I'm saying I don't think that it would be as devastating as you guys feel it would be because, again, and and this is with Lance Thomas going into the trade, not Jack, just because Jack is a lot older and you know you could pick him up on free agency next year because I think this is his last year anyway in the contract. I think that you guys would add depth and you would add defense, and I think that is a big part of what the Hornets' problem is. Now what my recommendation would be if the Hornets could pull it off, do a three-way three-team trade and if you guys can get a number 1 draft pick also in there, then I think it's a no-brainer because, you know, listen, sometimes no matter how good a player is, if it's just not working, you got to move on as much as it may hurt and try something different so it may ultimately benefit you guys. Uh I use this example in our group text message, you know. We got rid of Melo, and we no, started but the process uh, yeah.
0: over. You use that as an example. You, you brought out Melo in that whole thing. That is a completely right. different situation. Kemba is the leader of our team, the best franchise player we've ever had. And quite simply, it's just not even – you can't even compare the two. Like People yeah, are arguably, calling for Melo's head. People are guys, going to lose their shit if Kemba guys, Walker gets traded.
1: You guys need to remember this. It doesn't make sense for the Knicks. Make that trade?
0: No, it doesn't.
1: Kimba Kimba's going to get traded to a contender because they have him cheap for a year and a half. Right. Nick, why would Knicks? Knicks are not really in contention. I don't. Th- I think the Knicks know this is not going to be the year that they go to the finals.
2: No. So it we're make, it surprised make, that we have as many wins as we have already. It doesn't
1: make sense for them to make a trade like that just to have Kimba on their team. Like Kimba's going to get traded to a contender. And to be honest with you, it's hard for me to just rattle off a couple of contending teams in the east or west that actually desperately need a point guard. Right. Right.
2: Um, and I agree with that and that's why when we originally brought up the Cavs trade and
0: getting the draft picks, I think well, hold, that on. hold on, we're going to get there. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to get there. Let's get to the let's okay. get to the next scenario real quick. <laughs> Kemba Walker to the Pistons. Charlotte gets Reggie Jackson, Stanley Johnson draft picks plus some other players that kind of make the salaries fit like Anthony Tolliver's contract. And right. De- Detroit would get Kemble Walker and Marvin Williams. Now, Kemble Walker, obviously, we know he's coming on the cheap. Marvin Williams, however, he's got a contract through the 2019-2020 season, and he's getting paid $13 million a year. Now, that's not even the most absurd, disrespect. That's not even the most absurd, ridiculous contract that Rich Joe has given. Now, granted, Marvin Williams got a five-year, fifty million dollar deal, but at the same time, there's a lot more dumb money on our books right now. With that said, now, who Pires? What do you think about this one? That's that's the scenario that you're talking about, where you kind of you get something for Kemba, but you also get rid of some of that money that's on the books. Do you like this idea? Once again,
1: I, I I don't see how – I mean, if we're doing that strictly to get money off our books, then I guess it makes sense. I don't see how it makes us a better team for sure.
0: Okay. Well, um, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. So, you know, we've been having a lot of this discussion. The, uh, In my personal opinion, as a complete Charlotte sports fan homer, but also someone that knows a lot about sports, the only reason that you trade your franchise player is if you're about to rebuild. And if you're trying to rebuild, you need to get rid of all the money on the books. So in my mind, the only reason you're getting rid of Kemba Walker is to free up space on the books. That's it. See,
1: Thomas, this is where you and I disagree the most. Okay. Um, This point right here is that while I think Kemba is far and away the best player on our mediocre team, I do not think that Kemba Walker is necessarily a franchise player. Okay. I think that Kimba, I think Kimba's stats, much like Dwight Howard's stats this year, are very much padded because somebody's got a score point. Um, yeah, they're padded. Mar- Marvin Williams has been playing fantastic. I, I, I would hate to see Marvin go. He, he's been balling it up um, as of late. But I think Kimba is a great player. He might be one of the best players in our franchise's history, but it's kind of like you know Cam Newton with the Panthers. He comes along. He's the best player in our franchise's history because, frankly, we haven't really had a lot of great players in our franchise.
0: Okay, all right. all right, okay. That's an absolutely fair point. Now, with that said, kind of going back to last episode, as a Charlotte sports fan, Panthers, Hornets, or otherwise, I'm a diehard. the <laughs> The expectation. I mean, I'm right there with you, man. I'm a homer. I get it. And the expectations, I'm- as a Charlotte sports fan, especially a Hornets fan. Should be tempered. Do you not agree? Like, okay, you say that you say that Kemba Walker's only going to go to a contender. A Rich Cho and the Hornets. If they if they're willing to trade Kemba Walker, don't really care about Kemba Walker's future. So I don't think it's about going to a contender. Maybe the, a contender is the only one that's going to play ball with the Hornets.
1: Thomas, this is the same scenario as Paul George going to OKC. They knew Paul George was only going to be there for a year. Right. They bring him over. They they try to make a run with him. He's not guaranteed to re-sign with OKC. I mean, I'm sure that they would like that, but that's going to be the same scenario with, with Kemba. Whoever brings him in, they're like, dude, we get this guy for this cheap for a year and a half, a season and a half. Who cares what if he doesn't re-sign after that? Like, we could make a run. If, if some team desperately needs a point guard and they think that that is the missing link to a championship run or a deep run uh, to the finals, then they're going to make that because of his contract. The dude's getting paid cheap as fuck for his output. It just makes sense.
2: Um, I was going to say, could this potentially be more of a future situation where, yes, you do have Kemba on the chief for the next year and a half, but obviously the man is going to get paid. And the way the NBA has been pl- paying players lately, um, maybe they're looking at it as, because of the amount of money that Kemba is going to potentially be getting when his new contract comes up, that it's going to affect the ability for them to really continue to build around him, and it's more of a salary dump, uh, future salary dump, and get whatever they can now for him since he is playing.
0: That's exactly what this is. That is all that's, it is. That's all it that's can exactly be. That's exactly what it is. Because there's no reason for you to get rid of him because he is the right. cornerstone of your team, the leader of your team. So if you get rid of him, you're calling rebuild. But uh, yeah. as I was making a point yesterday to Perez – there's a big difference between you can't rebuild if you don't have anything to build upon. He's right. He's on the cheap. Yes, it, he's gonna get a new contract. I would love to see it be from us, and I personally think you should pay him whatever he asks for because right. you can actually build around him now. Perez doesn't like the fact that he's six one. He's not the best defensive point guard, but dude,
1: it's the same reason why Celtics didn't want to stick with Isaiah Thomas. He's an undersized point guard that can't really play defense. He's a
0: liability. Yeah, and he's also hurt often. So, you know, Kemba Walker doesn't do that. Kemba Walker's maybe missed two games in the last three seasons. So, with that said, let's move on to that next next trade scenario that we were talking about yesterday, which is Kemba Walker to the Cavs. Now, the Cavs, they stack players. They stack veteran players all the time. I have no idea what they need Kemba Walker for, but... Here's the scenario. Charlotte gets Isaiah Thomas and the Brooklyn Nets first round pick, plus another player to make the money work like Channing Fry. Cleveland gets Kemba Walker and maybe another player from the bench. My issue with this is, again, what are you trading Kemba Walker for there if you're not trying to get rid of some of that money? Like, it's not about accumulating picks if you have nothing to build around. Now, even if you do tank the rest of the season after you trade Kemba Walker, say you make this trade, You get Isaiah Thomas and that Brooklyn pick. You got two top five picks. How many top five picks have been just absolute lights out, no question, home runs in the last five to ten years in the NBA draft? Can you name a couple? Can you even name a couple?
2: You're right. But at this time, Uh, um, I
0: can That that are absolute home that are that are that turned out to be the leader of their team and the best player on their team. Like well, that's that's what you're, happen that's for years
1: to come? But there's a lot of really good top five, top ten picks that are developing into amazing basketball players. Okay. Well, Okay. That's, let's. I mean, you're
2: hedging your bet. You got at least you got a, you know you got two two picks now that you know at least you know one out of the two will be a superstar. You hope obviously for two since it's top ten picks. But even if you only get one, and you get Isaiah Thomas who is just as good, if not better, than Kemba Walker, I think that's a no-brainer. I think uh, I... You're getting a young team, and, again, you're uh, getting those extra draft picks. Which there's a lot of good players this year coming out of the draft, especially in the top five, that you know can make a huge, huge impact in, right away in the NBA and for the Hornets. And you know what, man? If something doesn't work, no matter how much you love it, you gotta sometimes just move on from it and realize that hey, you know what? This didn't work. It's not gonna work, and we gotta try to figure something out and restructure.
0: It all comes back to as a Charlotte Hornets fan. Do you think that we need to rebuild right now, Pires? Is it absolutely? It's it's rebuild yeah. time. Officially, in your mind, it's rebuild time. Toss in the towel. It's done. Four games out of the playoffs. Just toss it in. It toss it in.
2: Well, listen to me. You're going to make the playoffs, but let me ask you this: Do you think that you have a shot to actually do anything
0: okay. in the playoffs? Okay, all right. So Johnny wasn't on Gentlemen, the last. We ep-
2: have been in. We have been in
1: no man's land for as, since we became the Hornets. Exactly. It's ridiculous.
0: Okay. Okay. With the, <laughs> Johnny wasn't on the last episode to hear this part of the argument. That's the point. Tempered expectations. We have never won an NBA championship. We've never been a top three team in the playoffs, maybe once ever. So the expectations for us to just completely dump a team that can, if potentially you put a couple of other good pieces around what you have to make the playoffs every year, you start making the playoffs every year, you attract bigger names. If you're consistently in the playoffs, you have a chance every year to make some sort of run. We don't do that in, as Charlotte Hornets fans. So I think the expectation should be, do you have a team that's going to make the playoffs every year? Not, are you going to win an NBA championship? Like that's not in the cards right now. Not for anybody, but the Warriors or the Cavs, period. So with that said, okay, maybe the I'll tr- Celtics. I'll throw that out there for Dustin. Yeah, for Dustin Minor, we'll throw the Celtics in there because he's been loving them. Now we go back to this Cavs trade you get Isaiah Thomas on that draft pick. Those are the two important pieces there, but you're not really getting ready rid of any of that f- terrible money that you're giving away. Nobody's going to take the Panda Bear Nick Batum's contract. No one's going to do it. That's the one that we really really need to get rid of and no one's going to take that. And How many old, years
2: does he have left? He's, he's got, got 3, three more years left.
0: after this. So it's yeah, it's absurd that we're paying that man 120 million dollars. Oh, by the way, for anybody listening, if you want to see maybe the funniest meme about Nick Batum ever, check out our Facebook page at T Bosch and the Fellas. The meme god over here, Perez, put one together. The panda bear, he's wanted for fleecing the hornets. And if you see him, don't worry, because he's not aggressive at all. (laughs) He'll
1: he'll he'll be out on the wing just chilling. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So all right, say you get Isaiah Thomas in that draft pick. In my opinion, and listen, Johnny, you already said what you think about Isaiah Thomas versus Kemba Walker. Isaiah Thomas is not a better player than Kemba Walker. He's also often hurt. He's also not fully healthy. So if you think that your your rebuild involves Isaiah Thomas versus Kemba Walker, and Isaiah Thomas makes more money, by the way, uh, you know, I don't understand exactly what the thinking is there.
1: I mean, I, I can tell you this. I think...
2: It would be also the draft pick that you get, not five draft picks. If it was just Isaiah for Kemba, then I wouldn't want well,
1: to. Well, no, know, man. Like, this, this, is, this is what I was trying to explain to somebody yesterday is that I understand that Isaiah Thomas is coming off an injury. I get that. But when he's healthy, him and Kemba Walker are two very, very, very similar players. So in my opinion, Kemba for Isaiah, that would be a lateral move. If we get Brooklyn's pick with that and a vet that can play D from Cleveland, that's a good trade for us. Yeah,
0: okay, that's a good trade. That's not Channing Fry, by the way. So that could, it couldn't be Channing Fry if you're looking for somebody to play defense. And honestly, Channing I don't. I don't even know who I. No, he's a three point shooter. He's not a. He's, it's not about defense or Channing Fry. He's old too. But whatever. But regardless, I don't even know who who I would take off that bench that I would want on our team. You know what I mean? You know
2: who you'd end up getting just uh just to add salt to the injury, Tristan Thompson, running Jr. Smith in there. <laughs> oh God,
0: I'd want to I would bl- take J.R. Smith. I would not. No, want- you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Shoot Why? Twenty shots
2: and hit two.
0: Yeah, he disappears for three weeks at a time. Hey, hey, we've got a guy on our team kind of like that. Only he disappears for three games at a time instead of two weeks at a time, and that's Frank Kaminsky. You know,
2: who wouldn't be a bad addition. And honestly, if you're looking more for a defensive player, if you got if they threw in Amon Shumpert. Shumpert's not the greatest scorer, but for defensive purposes, he is one of the top defenders in the NBA. He's just underrated and obviously overshadowed by all the other players. But if you got Isaiah Thomas, the draft pick, and, and Amon Shumpert, who is you know still, I think, 25, 26 years old, I think that that would be a no-brainer, honestly, in my opinion, uh, for Campbell Walker. I think you guys are actually... Getting a steal uh, if you went that route. And again, having a top five pick plus your draft pick, you know, because obviously, potentially, you probably can't get a top 10 pick. You'd have two top 10 picks. Uh, you'd have a top point guard in Isaiah Thomas, and then you would also have uh, a great guy coming off the bench that plays defense in Amon shepherd That would be a huge change to your dynamics of your team.
1: We got to do something, man. Like they say the definition of insanity is just repeating the same thing over and over expecting a different outcome.
0: Yeah, but why does it why I don't understand why does Kemba why is Kemba Walker the source of the problem? He's because not it's it's not the-, the
1: problem. He's not the problem. It's the fact that you can his value because of his contract is what it all bases upon. Like you're getting a top 10 point guard for what a 12 million a year. I think it's what, somewhere around there. That's amazing, and you get it for a year and a half. They need to make the trade now because you're going to get a year and a half of that contract for an excellent point guard, and that's what I'm saying. The only peop- the only teams that are going to make this trade are the teams that think that if they add a, a solid point guard to their team, that they can make a run because it doesn't make sense for a team like, I don't know, like Chicago to trade for Kimball Walker. When that's not the only piece that they're gonna need, and in a year and a half, what he's either gonna leave or you're gonna have to, you know, sign him to a mega deal. So
2: you gotta look at it this way too. You know, God forbid, and I'm not wishing this upon it, but God forbid Tim Walker gets hurt. Then what? Now you got no trade pieces, and you have no cornerstone to be able to enhance
0: and advance your you can't, team. Listen, uh, you can't bro. run a sports franchise under the assumption that someone's going to get hurt unless no, they're proven to get hurt, like unless they're, they're no, consistently hurt. My
2: point is, my point is, if you have max value right now in Kemba Walker, which you do, you might as well take advantage of it. And I'm absolutely refer, for example, uh, what I was going on with, you know, in terms of having him at his prime, having him playing his best to get the best value. I'm going to use the New York Mets with Matt Harvey. Uh, Matt Harvey was supposed to be one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. You know, I mean, he played his first two seasons phenomenal, and they were looking to make a trade for him. He got injured. Uh, When he got injured, he came back, and now he is a shell of himself. Now we can't trade him for anything. So what we did is we extended him for a fifth year in hopes that he comes back this upcoming season, he starts out playing well for the first half, and then we trade him to get something. So the reason why I'm saying that is the same thing with Kemba. If God forbid something happens where he gets hurt, then you lose any chance and any ability to build and get cornerstone pieces for your best player you really don't have any other players that are worth trading to get back the value that you need to make your team any better than what it already is to be a contender. Okay. Right. I mean,
1: Rich Rich Cho has historically
2: bought high, so high. <laughs>
1: um high. It'd be nice if we could, you know, Sell high, buy low this
0: time. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing. And that was, again, going back to the Calvin Benjamin trade, we're not even going to get into that because I'll get heated again. <laughs> it all comes down to the value. Perez, you said something interesting to me yesterday. Something about uh, somewhere along the lines of... The I'm, razzle-dazzle of the one Bobby D. No. <laughs> 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 no. He's a legend. He said something about the fact that I have an overwhelming emotional attachment to Charlotte sports players, essentially, and I don't necessarily disagree with that because I'm very passionate about it, and and I'm pretty unapologetic about it as well, but at the same time, I also feel like I'm pretty smart about it because my issue is not getting rid of them. It's getting rid of them to do what? You know, and it all comes down to the value. Just like Johnny said, if you don't get the value, and in my opinion, a top five pick is not that value. It, it, the only way you get rid of Kimba Walker, in my mind, is if you can get rid of the other money, and then it doesn't matter what you got in return. If you're gonna if you're gonna blow it up, you need to blow it up all the way and get rid of all that cap space and be able to do something in the future, not still be tied by. Th- three more years with the Panda bear, you know, three more years with Cody Zeller making 17 million, three, two more years with Marvin Williams making 13, you know, you've got to get rid of the money. And that's the only way this makes any sense or you do not get rid of your best player ever in franchise history. Don't care what you say. Perez. he's about to pass Del Curry with, for most points scored all time as a Hornet. So I don't really know what other factor you need or what other player you might suggest is actually better than Kemba Walker in franchise history. Not Kelly Taprika, not fucking Velani <laughs> Divac. I, I'm going to throw out Armin Gilliam. Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> I mean, listen. I will say, though, that Adam Morris has uh, more rings than anybody. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah.
0: But and not as a hornet. So, you know, Adam Morris is a complete <laughs> slub. We hate him. But, you know, listen, obviously, their emotions are running high about this. But I will say this as one last statement about this topic here. I do not want to see Kemba Walker go. I think it's going to break. I think it'll break everyone's heart. That's a Charlotte Hornets fan because we actually have a leader. We have someone that cares. We have someone that wants to be there. That's good. And that doesn't happen for us. And we made that happen organically. We didn't have to go out and pay someone to come play for us. We drafted him and we actually drafted a player. Well, In our, he wants to play his whole career as a Hornet. I think we should let yeah. him. I think we should let him, you know, but that's just, that's just my opinion. You know, I mean, we're going to see what happens up to the February 8th trade deadline. Uh, you know, we've got essentially eh, 15 days to <laughs> hold our, our bated breath here. So we'll see what happens. Gentlemen, I've got one pick one question for you today. We're going to knock this out and then we're going to let you go about your Sunday. Cause there's some NFL football going on championship games today. Wait, wait by the oh, way, yeah. who, who you got? Who you got this weekend? Pires. Who's- I'd like to see a Jacksonville, um, Minnesota Super Bowl. Jacksonville, Minnesota. God, yeah. Most boring Super Bowl ever. Right, who did you say you have, Johnny?
2: Uh, I would like to see Minnesota, and then I would like to see Jacksonville. But um, I'd call the NFL to see if they can actually give Jacksonville the nine and a half points, and you know, with the spread, so they can realistically have that on the scoreboard. But they said no; it has to start zero zero
0: so you're going Uh, Pats. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm
2: going (laughs) Pats. I I, I
0: honestly think, I I do think entertainment-wise that the Patriots-Vikings matchup would probably be the best. That's just my opinion.
2: Well, what would be crazy would be the first time ever that the uh, Super Bowl... Home field advantage.
0: advantage. Yeah, absolutely. is
2: really what I want to see. Yeah,
1: I think for the sake of the NFL, they better hope that Tom Brady wins today because, oh man, Blake Bortles, Next
0: Bowl Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, that would be tough, man. That would be really tough. That's going to be a little rough. All right. Pick one. Everyone's favorite game. Pick one. We put the fellas in those tough and disturbing situations. I give them two options. They've got to pick which one they would endure over the other. I've only got one pick one question for you guys today. So let's do this. Would you rather only be allowed to watch the sport of baseball for the next five years? No football, no basketball. No hockey. Hell, no even golf. If you're interested in that kind of thing. Just you, a ball, a bat, and a bunch of fat, unathletic dudes. Or, you know, it's been a pretty cold winter around the world recently. We've seen snow here in Charleston, South Carolina. There was snow in Charlotte, North Carolina, just a few days ago. Probably still on the ground. But when it comes to real cold, we've got nothing on Siberia. (laughs) Now... Now, would you rather spend one week all by yourself for seven days with no shelter, no ability to start a fire? You will, however, have as many clothes and layers as you can possibly put on your body. And this will all take place in Siberia, where just yesterday, the temperature was a balmy minus 88 degrees below zero. Jesus. (laughs) That, folks... That's not even a record for Siberia, by the way. <laughs> and by, absurd. And by the way, here's the caveat to this. You're going to lose one toe from each foot. They're just going to fall right off, gentlemen. Um, which,
2: which toe? Your pinky toe? Because that toe is supposed to
0: come off anyway. You pick it. You pick It doesn't matter. So, baseball for the next five years is the only sport you can consume. <laughs> All right? <laughs> or... You lose a couple of toes in Siberia, freezing your butt off. Johnny.
2: Um, I grew up playing baseball. I'm a diehard baseball fan, man. I uh blew up my knee uh trying to get a softball team together after four years just to play baseball, and then four months later I came back and played. Uh I'm going baseball, baby. I'll play baseball all day every day.
0: Really? Baseball. And I
2: fucking hate the cold. I moved back to, to fucking New York and it's been like negative ten every fucking day since I've been back. <laughs>
0: Come on back to the south, man.
2: <laughs> well, then I see that it snowed in Charlotte two days ago, and it was 50 degrees here, so I don't know what the hell's going on. I think it's reversing. You guys may move up here for the heat, and I may end up moving back down there for the cold eventually.
1: Right.
0: Who knows? Global warming,
1: don't man. Get it it's 60 today, Yeah, it is. Oh, nice. It's
0: 60 Yeah, it is. It's 60 over here in Charleston, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 51 right now, which is absurd. All right, so Johnny's uh,
0: Johnny's not trying to go hang out in the frigid temperatures. What about you, Perez? Oh man, I think with this
1: one, I'm gonna have to go Siberia because if I get if I uh, if I watch five years of nothing but baseball, I'm gonna have a cold dead heart anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. It, 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 it'll I, eat I, your soul. But
1: <laughs> in the defense of the baseball, with
2: five years. I will get in a lot of good naps. Like yeah.
0: A lot of, a lot of like solid the, nap time. Solid nap time.
2: <laughs> yeah, promise.
0: Will you wake up? <laughs> oh, geez. That was that cold dead heart. Yeah, a cold, <laughs> a cold baseball death, man. That's terrible. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, we're gonna wrap this up and let you get on your way. Just like that, it's episode 25 of T-Bosh and the Fellas talking life and sports we fully established that this Kimball Walker thing is very controversial amongst the fellas. Even a, a Knicks fan like Johnny over here, he understands where we're coming from. And, you know, I don't want to see it happen. Perez kind of wants to see it happen. All the other fellas, they're all for the trade as long as it's the right value. We just all have different definitions of value. So, we're going to see what happens up to the February trade deadline. Uh, you know, it, Hey, Rich. Brid- Rich rid
1: of Mason contract, so he
0: can maybe can work some more magic. Let me let me just make this last statement: If Rich Cho actually goes through with this, the Hornets' general manager, I will aggressively, aggressively start a petition to fire Rich Cho. <laughs> I absolutely will do that, hands down, no question. Please don't get rid of Kemba. Please, Rich Cho. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hang out with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at t and the fellas. Uh, we're going to, next episode, get into Dustin's punishment since he is the big-time loser of picking games. And he's been putting up a big old fuss about it. So there's going to be a lot of arguing going on, episode 26. <laughs> Very interesting to see who's going to make the Super Bowl. We're going to get that result here later on today. We appreciate everyone tuning in. As always, Perez, stop hating on the Charlotte Hornets. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, man. Just be a lover. I'm not the hater of the group. The only who that is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, Jen, I gotta go. Wish me luck. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Alright, Johnny part.
0: Tabersi, good luck with your poker tournament today, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank talk to you soon. <laughs> Alright, well, again, we appreciate everyone tuning into our Ridiculous Sports content. I'm your host, Thomas Bosch, telling everyone out there, keep up with those New Year's resolutions. We're only a few weeks into the New Year. Give each other a big old hug and damn it, you know how I feel. So damn it, guys, just do the right thing. Be nice to each other. We'll see you for episode 26 of T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports.